What up, GWB Nation? Welcome to the episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. It's your host, Ben Mayfield, and I am so excited. This episode is so much fun. We talk about honesty, we talk about truth, and it's just a really insightful episode that I really hope you enjoy and listen to and subscribe and share with your friends. Remember, we're on Apple and Spotify, so make sure you just get the word out there because we want people to join the herd here at GWB. I got Matthew Dees and Will Helms today for their insightful thoughtfulness. They are fantastic on today's episode. If you're a part of our Instagram, we know we are having a giveaway, a fall giveaway. We'll release the winner on Halloween, and the winner gets a t-shirt, gets some stickers, gets one of our hats, and so we're trying to get some merch out, get some followers, get some support, so make sure you go to our Instagram page and tag people, share the post, that way we can get the Great White Buffalo podcast name out there and get some more followers so people can listen to our lovely fantastic content and just to mention if you don't win the contest that's okay we still have shirts for sale we have comfort color t-shirts we have stickers and we're actually getting gwb hats being made right now and we should get those in two to three weeks so i'm really excited about that if you're a hat person we're trying to get our merch out there it's a fundraiser it's a fundraiser to get some new mics get some new stands get a new mixer things like that that just support the podcast so we appreciate the love and all the community people reaching out saying hey you know, we want to support you. How can we do so? So thank you for all that. Also, we're on Apple and Spotify, like I mentioned earlier. Go get us a five-star rating and write us a review. It takes less than like four minutes, maybe three minutes, depending on how fast you are. And it just helps us out so much being noticed and picked up. And uh, and we would just appreciate all the all the help we can get. So just remember, we love you. We're appreciative of all that you do. Listen to our other episodes. Tell people about the podcast. We just appreciate all the love and support that we get from our fans. we uh, just trying to make great content, so we appreciate it. And remember to listen and subscribe to the Great Red Buffalo Podcast. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the Great White Buffalo, the Great White Buffalo Podcast with Ben Mayfield. What up, GWB Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited for today's episode. It's going to be amazing. To my left, to my co-pilot seat, I have Mr. Matthew Dees. What's up, Matthew? Hey, everybody. Glad to finally be on. Dude, I'm so excited you're here. Number one fan of the podcast, for oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then across from me, I have the legendary, the OG, episode number one, Mr. William Helms. What's up, Will? Hey, man. How's it going? Good to be on again. Y'all, I'm so excited that the two of you have met. You've never met before until nope. today. But you're both on this podcast, and it's awesome. I'm so glad y'all get to meet each other, get to know each other. We have a lot of mutual connections. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's a small world. It's a small world. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about, shout out to uh, my buddy Nathan Dickens. But Dees, who's a freshman at North Georgia. Amen, amen. Yes, sir. Is, is now getting to meet Matt, uh, Nathan. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, literally two nights ago, we went to the Braves game, and I, I rode a shotgun with him uh, Riding down to the, I, I nicknamed it the White Lightning, but it's sort of like a white potato <laughs> <laughs> looking van. <laughs> but Nathan so was true. gunning it, and like we just started, you know, digging in about life and where God's, you know, uh, been taking me recently. Um, and uh, they started giving me, we went to the game, we had an amazing time. Uh, unfortunately, the Braves lost, but man, Dude, we got too hyped. Soon, too we got, soon. 
Yeah, it hurt his home, Dagum Philly. <laughs> Let's go, boys. <laughs> but um, on our way back, man, we really just kicked it off, and he gave me some great music, and that, that's what I loved about it. Every great song, and, and Nathan's listened to this, every great song he's ever told you about, I told him first. Like, yeah, and yeah, every great yeah, song sure. that Ben told Nathan about, I told Ben about. That is absolutely true. Yep. <laughs> um, did you see Winston? <gasps> yeah, I did. That's right. Shout out to Winston, mm-hmm. my boy Winston. Home dog. First time I met him was on uh, the ski trip. The ski trip, and yeah. Man, he also gave me a great song. I found Hidden by, uh, I can't remember. Simple Gospel? Yeah, I a love that suit. song. Fell in okay, love with that song. First of song. all, we've played that song at youth before. I'm sorry. It, just, oh it finally clicked. <laughs> it <just> <laughs> happened, <laughs> but, but when I saw Winston, he was like, oh, hey, man. Like He saw he saw my face but didn't like know my name. But <laughs> uh, but he recognized you from <laughs> the ski I'm like, trip. Right, good to see you, Winston. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, so Dee's, you know, his senior year went on the ski trip with us, and I need a worship guy. Um, so I got Winston to come, and Winston crushed it, and like he could snowboard. He was it was a hoot. He was an absolute legend. He was like a, a tall Sean White. <laughs> yeah. <that's> what, <laughs> did you know that whole weekend on the ski trip, I kept calling him Sean White, and he would call me uh, Tony Hawk, and like we would, like <laughs> joke about it because we're like shredding the snowboards. And that <laughs> exact weekend, Tony Hawk posted on Instagram him and uh, Sean White hanging out. That we, we freaked out. It was like, oh my god! We were like joking, and then they happened to be hanging out in real life. So, anyways, I digress. Beautiful. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. Awesome. And Will knows Nathan too mm-hmm. from back yep. in the day. Went to Wesley for a long time and uh, was a part of it for a while as well. Ben actually was there before I was and got me a little more involved, and uh, it was great. It's awesome. I he, love Nathan. He actually gave me an invite this weekend, uh, like before I came uh, to the podcast. Uh, he hit me up on Instagram. He's like. Uh, hey man, do you want to be an adult chaperone for a youth event this week? And I'm like, hot dog, and I'd love to so much, but I got Notre Dame tickets. Uh, yeah, Georgia game, baby, let's go, dogs! <laughs> and 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 depending on when you're listening to this, you could be like, ha ha, what a loser! <laughs> Georgia got destroyed, or you're like, I don't know, maybe Georgia did win and we destroyed. Huge prayers for, yeah. for the dogs to win in in, in Athens, and, you know, this weekend. <laughs> Well, you know, like maybe also like to the people who are starving, people who like you know are cold at night. But Absolutely. also, you know, also yeah. the uh, 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 oh yeah, if you could throw some focus over there that weekend, that'd yeah, be just great. share some love. <laughs> hey God, hey God, can you lean in and uh, give the dogs a little bit of elbow yeah. grease? <laughs> I mean, I know we're playing Notre Dame, who has you know the Catholic you know side on. Oh yeah, Fighting so, Irish, right? Fighting yeah, the Irish. Irish. Yeah, can't trust the Myers. <laughs> so, old Rudy. Well, listen to this. This kind of um, was making me think of this. I was texting my buddy Avery and Winston. Actually, we were on a group message, and I was talking to them. I was like talking about different Star Wars things, actually. But we're talking about uh, the first thing I want to talk about on this episode was the topic of honesty. And I know that sounds like pretty generic, you know. And everybody listening to it knows honesty is tell the truth versus not tell the truth. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, if you like try to boil it down to just that. But for me, I was thinking honesty is, like, layered, you know? Like, honesty, and how do I word this? It's just, you can be honest with yourself, you can be honest with others, and you can be honest with God. And, like, the different levels of, like, you know, if D's comes in and, and is looking like a hot mess, <laughs> I could be honest and go, D's, you look like a hot mess. Mm. But that could also be, like, insulting or my opinion versus being honest. What is opinion versus honesty? Mm. What's the difference between those two? Because someone else may come in and go, honestly, these I like the vibe you're going, you know, like you know, whatever, <laughs> or will you know, or whatever yeah, it may be. Chic. But yeah. I'm working, you know, and sometimes I see this in the workplace and staff, 
you know, in the church or I see it like with friend groups or whatever, is sometimes we get we talk about people who are being brutally honest. You know, I'm just being brutally mm-hmm. honest. Yeah, it's but like no, you're being it, a jerk. It's like, hey, I'm gonna insult you, but uh I get a free pass on this one just by yeah. saying, Let me be honest for a second. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I also think we have a culture of not being honest with one another mm-hmm. when it comes to like calling people out to lift them up. Absolutely. Like if Will's doing something that's detrimental, well, it's like, well, that's his thing. That's his problem. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, no, no. I love Will. He's a brother in Christ. He's my friend, um, brother in real life. He's my brother, Will. <laughs> yep. Shout out to my brother, Will, in Afghanistan. Love yep. you. Be back, <laughs> be back <laughs> Thank soon. you for your service. Um, and Yeah, for real. And so just this, this idea of honesty. So what do y'all, I mean, I'm rambling a little bit, but have y'all ever thought about like the different types of honesty, the levels of honesty? How can we be honest with ourselves? Because I feel like that's also a thing. It's where people will lie to themselves and manipulate and warp their mind, and mm-hmm. they're not being honest with themselves. So anyways, take yeah. it away, Will. Um, that's a hard topic, honestly. It's it is. <laughs> yeah. honest, honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly, honestly hard though, hard topic. Um, because I think you can, um, it's a fine line between what's opinion, what's honesty, what's brutal, uh, you know, being brutally honest with someone and what's being like lovingly calling someone out. Like caring, genuinely caring about right. them to like, you know, I care about you. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, display my concern or, you know, my thoughts to you and not be like, Hey, uh, I'm going to, uh, let me be honest for yeah. a second. Like it, it, it's, I think honesty like as Ben said, you know, God to yourself and then to others, they work as a three. And I, I don't want to like compare it as like, you know, God, the Father, and then the Holy Spirit, but they work all three together. And if you hold yourself accountable and, and if, you, if you're honest to yourself about how you live your life, the actions you do it, and, you know, how you mentally just are honest with yourself, hey, I'm going to, um, you know, if, I, if I'm not doing this, then I, I clearly need to change something about myself. And there's a level of honesty to yourself that also can, like, work together with the people around you. And if you're honest mm-hmm. with, with yourself, then that, it kind of, it's kind of like a domino effect, I'd say. Yeah. Because if you're first honest with yourself, then you're going to be honest with others. But it, it's about that, um, you know, genuine care to not hurt someone, uh, but... You know, to be clear and out of love, you know, communicate and talk with them. And if you're being honest with others, then, you know, that also can... First, if you're honest with yourself, you can be honest with others. But then honest to God is what would be most important there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think honesty also comes with accountability with how you present yourself as well. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that, though. Because, like, if... If you're still lying to yourself about stuff, if you're still lying to yourself about what's going on, how you're dealing with things, where your emotions at, where your mental state is at, you you can't go to someone else and Absolutely. offer honesty to them. At, at least not pure honesty. Well, too, I was thinking like with honesty, I, I was thinking about like you know when you're working with people or, or living life with people, you know whatever it may be, is too is. Truth, you know, Jesus, and, and you know, this is if you're listening to the podcast, this is going to be a scripture, a Jesus heavy episode. So <laughs> we appreciate the love and support. <laughs> um, but with like truth, it's like you're supposed to be like Jesus is about truth, life, scripture, love. You know, these are the staples that he's about. He's about truth, mm-hmm. and like 
I think too, like with us, Jesus is about truth, and he tries to lay it as simple as possible. Love God with our heart, mind, and soul, and love thy neighbor with our heart, mind, and soul. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he yeah. tries to lay it out simple, <clears throat> but our honesty, the way we present ourselves, or truth, or the way we live with one another, we're, I think there's a selfish intent a lot of times to better our situation. Absolutely. And so like when you're working with someone, I could tell them, hey, like they're not doing that quite that job right. But if I don't tell them either one, I don't have to have a confrontation with them, so I'm going to avoid it. Or it could be, you know, if I don't tell them, maybe I'll get praise, you know, because I did do it right, mm-hmm. and I could have helped them get praise. And so there's like these ulterior motives that to keep us from being honest because a lot of times we have selfish motivation. Absolutely. Well, uh, you want to go ahead? No, good, Matthew. Um, so as, Ben, you kind of leaded me into it, but as, as I was thinking, honesty comes with first, uh, you know, being truthful, but it's also a huge thing with comfort because if you're not comfortable with the situ- situation you're in in your life, you're not going to be honest to yourself. So it, it, it comes to trusting, trusting first yourself, then you know, having the, the, the understanding of comfort in your life or whatever situation you're in. Because, heck, you could have a broken lead and say, man, I am fine. I mean, I mean, like intentionally, but it's... I get If you're in a conflict with someone, you're not going to be honest because it, it's uncomfortable to be in a conflict. So you're not going to, you know, display your, you know, thoughts with them because you are not at a comfortable and, like, truthful situation with them. Because if you're not going to be... Um, to be in a comfortable situation, that also puts you in the place to tell the truth. And that's where the honesty comes in. It, I think it depends on the situation where, number one, you aren't in your life. First, to you know, be honest to yourself. But also, when it comes to others, the situations that you're in, depending if they're comfortable or not. Because then that's when you're going to you know, show who you truly are, be truthful and you know, comfortable, and you know, truly express yourself without any filters that you know, limit honesty. And you know, the comfort also kind of, de- de- you know, depends how you live your life, and mm. depending on, you know, where you think of it. I think it's it gets really hard to when you deal with situations like, um, let's say, Ben, you do walk into the room, just a hot mess, <laughs> and... Smoking. I, loving you as a brother, go up to you and, like, What's the difference in me saying, like, Ben, you look like a hot mess, man? Mm-hmm. The only thing that makes that either selfish or not selfish is my motive, right? right? Right. So, like, it's actually when we call people out in truth and love, the thing that matters is where are you at? Like Matthew right, was saying, comfort. where's your mindset? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Are you actually approaching the person going, like, oh, man, I'm trying to look out for them? Like, I'm trying to make sure, Ben, you're all right. And you look like you just came out of the rainstorm, you know? Right. So, like, it comes down to this idea of, like, if if you're really going to uh, approach someone and tell them the truth uh, in a loving and supportive way, where's your motive at? Are you trying to, deep down, are you trying to promote yourself or are you trying to build someone else up? Right. Well, let me ask you this, too, because I, I was thinking this, you know, a hypothetical situation is, you know, in a workplace, either in a church or school or whatever it may be, North Georgia, Wesley, but you say you have two coworkers, 
and the two coworkers you hear them saying mean things about you. Some some things that are either half truths or not truths or kind of just their perception of things, mm-hmm. and it's negative about you. But then that person later on is nice to you, to your face, and says nice things, but you know the truth and their honesty is they're not happy with me or they don't like you. And so their honesty is not there, obviously, because they're mm-hmm. putting on one front Absolutely. and you happen That's to catch them you know, not being honest with you. But then by you not confronting them because maybe you don't want to make it awkward or maybe just like don't want to have that battle or have that struggle or whatever it may be, now you're being dishonest with yourself by you're also putting on a, a happy front face, even though that dishonesty is, well, you hurt my feelings or you're not spreading the truth or I don't like you anymore because you're being, you know, what we're not supposed to be preaching. So how do you deal with becoming dishonest with yourself by not confronting and, I, and that's the thing about, like, confrontation or mediation is, like, yes, it's good on some level, but there's also people that maybe you see on a regular basis. Absolutely. And so if you start with one confrontation, then you're walking on glass. So you might as well just bury it deep and don't bring it up, and maybe it doesn't come back up. But then you right. start becoming dishonest with yourself. Right. And in that specific scenario, I think what you're actually wrestling with more is not necessarily because you know what your honesty is like if you're being honest with yourself you know you're hurt if you're being honest with yourself in that situation you know that something wasn't done right you know but what you're actually struggling with is like interpersonal relationships and things like that and how to navigate like relationships in your workplace or relationships in your church life or any of that kind of stuff and so which is interesting that so many of those arguments happen in a church, right? right? Oh, like, absolutely. Where we're supposed to be all about relationships. There's actually a lot of like fronts that people put up, mm-hmm. and it. I don't mean I don't want to insult you guys, but do you know what like a finsta is? A finsta, a, a fake uh, Instagram. Yeah, so it's basically. Yeah, so at one point, Ben, zero <laughs> points, Will. That's what's up. <laughs> I'm not trendy or up to date at all. Um, basically, like. Fake Instagrams are created by, you know, people who have like a normal Instagram, but then a fake Instagram where they can just trash talk and, you know, you know, not, you know, directly call somebody out, but like generally throw shade, shade, shade. or I know or, what shade or, or, is. Or shade mm-hmm. is in a certain direction for yeah. someone you know, like for them to low key find out or be like brought up to somebody. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm confront- confronting you, but I'm not doing it directly. I want to like I want to throw a daggum curveball. It's going to yeah. get to you, but not through me directly. I Ooh, think, that's I that the curveball versus yeah. the fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people do that. Yeah. And I think it's, it comes with holding, if you're truthful with yourself. Because if I was hurt deep down and personally by that 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 coworker, but I, I know, I know them personally, and then they're just like happy go lucky, you know, when mm-hmm. they're around me, you know, just great people. But I'd have to be like, hey, I love you, but we have a problem, and we yeah. have to address it because. You know, that really bothered me. That really hurt me. And uh, y- y- you know that's not true. Mm. And, you know, then I 
Or do you think it is true and you just didn't come Abs- talk to me? Absolutely. Right. Like it says in scripture, like two two brothers shouldn't go into church until they settle their dispute. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got a problem with me, like come talk to me about <laughs> it. You know, if the first time I'm hearing about it is, you know, if it's eating at you, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm using quotations, people, because it's a non-visual format, so I'm using quotations, <laughs> but it's been eating at you for months now. It's been bugging you. And it's really just the last two weeks or whatever. And... You have to come up to me and you're like super angry about it, and it's the first time I've heard about it. Or like, you know, it's I'm like, not a mind what the heck, reader. Where like, does this come from? You know, like, you didn't you didn't bring it up. You didn't talk to me. About yeah, it. like if so, me wearing purple offended you, then you gotta say something. I'm not a mind reader. You know, like some people I've worked with in the past are just like, what do you mean you didn't know? Because well, did you say anything? Well, no, but couldn't you like just tell? No, I, I couldn't. I also think that's another issue in today's culture, but that it ties in with honesty. It's being true to yourself because if you're not being true to yourself then you're definitely going to be thinking different you know perspectives and different you know things about other people without mm. you know you're going to act one way but then you're going to talk smack about them another it, it's um but we get into a hard subject there absolutely when we say like being yeah. true to yourself right and, and it, it's it's very touchy because once again it's a fine line to be true to yourself but right. I, I think it comes to honesty with holding yourself accountable holding yourself you know in truth with God, and being honest to others with how you interact with them. So I, I had told, I had talked to Ben about this a few weeks ago, I think, but I barely mentioned it in passing, um, about the saying, um, well, my truth is, you know, blah, 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 or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah so-and-so, you know, they hurt me, and so, you know, my truth is, like, I'm offended or I've, I'm hurt by yeah, that, it's right? Yeah, an, it's an opinion that's their truth. Right. You know? So we get into a real problem when we start going, like, that very, is my truth. Very touchy. And we start, because let's say Ben comes up to me, he throws something offhand, uh, I take it the wrong way, and I go, all right, well, my truth is, like, I'm super offended and I feel very hurt. And then Ben goes, well, my truth is I'm really tired and I just didn't even know what I said, so I really shouldn't be held accountable for that. Well, we get into a problem of the simple fact that there can't be they both those truths can't be true at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. So, Preach it, brother Will. Come on. <laughs> what we're really talking about is opinions, feelings, emotions, physical states, mental. We're we're trying to break everything down and basically say my experience of the world or my experience of the world interacting with me is reality. And right. that's not, my dad has a saying, he goes, there's always three sides to the story. The first person's the second person's, and then there's the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's always somewhere in the middle. You know, it's always something apart that takes into account everything, right? So like when we get into these situations with people, especially, it's so hard because you're dealing with their current personality. Are they tired? Did their kids keep them up last night? Like, all these things just mix in together. Well, well, it makes me think today, we uh, shout out to Chris Davis and Bailey Tam and Will and I. We went on a little trip to uh, to check out a a middle school camp in South Carolina. South Carolina. And (laughs) on the way back, we're getting lunch. And Chris, I think, was genuinely upset with me. Um, I think, I don't think he's like devastated. If you know Chris right. Davis, he doesn't get devastated. <laughs> but he was upset because he felt like I was poaching or, you know, like, yeah, college, you know, college intern, um, yeah. some college intern type stuff. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, like one didn't, my truth was no, like I'm not poaching. Because mm-hmm. like the way, okay, well don't, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> is, well, my thing is like, you know, I'm in here with like three college girls talking about the job, whatever. And I know one of them is going to work or is working with Chris. And if you know my relationship with Chris Davis, I'm not going to make this guy mad because this guy would destroy my life. Yeah. Um, and like would beat me up. Physically. Physic- physically, <laughs> physically first. Then, he then knows where I live, yeah. um, and he knows all like all my passwords to my Yahoo account, my <laughs> Gmail, and he would destroy Change me. Change your usernames. Um, I'm just kidding. He doesn't know how to use technology. He has an iPhone 4. Um, <laughs> but anyways, throwing a little bit of shade. I love you, Chris. But he was, t- I mean, in my mindset, you know, I'm hanging out with these girls. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I'll give you a job. I can pay you more than Chris can. Like, joking with them, knowing mm-hmm. I'm not going to hire this girl. Like, because right. she's with my buddy's church and I'm not going to undercut. Yeah. But the way it was communicated back to her, I was like, Oh, uh, you know, uh, Ben's trying to hire me. And Chris was like, what the heck dude? Like, right. do that. misinterpreted. And yeah. And then he was like, Hey dude, you can't do that. And I was like, dude, I don't want to do that. Like, I want somebody that doesn't, you know, you got cream the crop, you know, da, da, da. and so, but we were able to talk that out and like, I think we made peace, you know, yeah. um, he slapped me three or four more times, but I think we made peace. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think that's kind of that situation of like, his truth was, oh my gosh, Ben. And my truth is like, no, like, I don't, I don't want to do that. And but then uh, we came together to kind of talk it out, and it was like, oh, okay, cool, like that's the right. truth. And that's the thing: the whole coming together and meeting at the truth, right? Like taking your opinion and being honest with it. Absolutely, being honest with where you're at, and then the other person being allowed to be honest with where with where they're at, and then meeting in the middle and going, okay, well, the truth is somewhere in here. Let's let's, let's figure sort this it out. out. Right. And I think a huge thing that has to do with it is our faith. And if first we have to be honest with ourselves and then honest to God and hold ourselves accountable as Christians. And you, you know, it says in Ephesians uh, chapter four twenty five. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all neighbors of one body. I think you have to make a you know make a little bit of slack and, you know, accountants of, hey, other people are going to be going through crap. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's going to be different, like, emotions thrown, different situations thrown. But you have to make room for error. And, and I think that's what's Im- important for, you know, Christians to remember is, hey, we're not all perfect. And sometimes you just have to remind yourself of, you know, giving yourself error, you know, mm-hmm. w- when working with others. Even that someone you may care about, they may make an error that may hurt you. Talk it out. You've got to make room for error because life is not perfect, and it is meant to be challenging as a Christian. Well, and this is the perfect part of the podcast where I want to apologize to everyone that I've offended because I'm definitely not perfect, and I have offended, (laughs) and I mess up daily. So if I have personally hurt you in some way, reach out to me on Instagram, and I will apologize to you. DM, DM. DM, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not post it publicly. And to everyone that has hurt me personally, you can DM me with an apology later. You can DM Will with the apology. I will not meet in the middle, and you know who you are. (laughs) Swipe up on Snapchat I wonder if somebody's listening right now and going, he did hurt my feelings. <laughs> I, I'm going to do this him. right now. <laughs> like We're settling this right now. Four years ago, he said this off comment. I'm pretty uh, sure the only person who would DM me with uh, a complaint would be my wife right about now. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Keegan. Keegan, I love you um, so much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we all did. She's the n- number one uh, requested guest on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, let's go into a little bit of a similar topic that... Uh, uh, my buddy Avery, shout out to Avery, who's coming to the podcast in the fall, uh, October. Oh my gosh, 
excuse me. He's coming in like November-ish, December-ish, and so I'm really excited. Him and Winston and I are going to do an episode, Triple Threat. Woo! Um, so be ready for that. But anyways, I digress. He was telling me, too, uh, if you only had like one goal in life, what would it be? And, and Avery's talked about this in the past in our conversations in our small group is what's like the one passion or the one thing you see yourself doing? And like you like like what like what is your passion? What is your, and I would go like I really love working with kids, like middle school age kids, probably my favorite, and then high school, and then college, and then never with children, um, younger than like sixth grade. That's not my passion. But he said if that's your passion, then you should go for it. You should go find the field that it is. Maybe it's the teacher route. Maybe it's the youth minister. Maybe it's a camp director. Maybe it's a counselor or whatever it may be. Like if that's your burning passion, go do it. Like if it's you know medicine, if it's healing. You know, maybe you're a nurse, maybe you're a trainer, maybe you're, you know, athletic trainer, whatever it may be, like, go do it. And so when he texted me today about what's your one goal in life, for me, it was, like, to help further people's, uh, like, life. Um, I know that sounds kind of dumb. Or maybe it's, like, especially in the field of, like, young people. Mm -hmm. And so, like, helping them, you know, further their life. And that's, if you look at my ministry and my testimony, it's been working at summer camps, you know, with 4-H camps, Christian camps, moving to Texas, serving the youth, serving the youth at the Dahlonega and coming and uh, all youth the different director. churches, youth director. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's been furthering that. And so my like goal, and, and I can always expand on that, but I also want y'all to get what your goals are. And what it, why is it your goal? What is your, what is your passion behind it? Are you working in that? What does that look like for y'all? Uh, for me, I would have to definitely say it is genuinely serving somebody in a hard time in their life. Because looking back at it, I really, um, when I was, until I was about 15 or 16, uh, in the time, you know, my years before that, I really didn't have someone to call upon in, um, during a hard time. And, and I, I personally, my goal in life is to genuinely serve others when they are going through a um, just a rough patch in their life and genuinely being there to call upon any time. And, and I, I have um, this kind of idea in my head of no matter what, I'm going to be there for you. And I, I'm always willing to sacrifice anything for you because I, I wish I would have had that when I was younger. So what does that look like in a career slash, like, are you trying to get into ministry? Are you trying to be a counselor? Like, I'll, If I'm being honest, well, I was a you know, typical college answer. I don't know. Um, but right, one right. of one of I love it. Uh, also with, love you know, it. serving and, you know, being there for others, I also have a huge calling to protect. Um, I've always seen myself as um, a protector of others but also a leader. Uh, and, and currently right now, this is always set to change, you know, God's plan and his will be done. That mm-hmm. I would like to... You know where you learned that? You know where you learned that? Book of James. <laughs> Book of James. You know what I'm talking about? Action, baby. Go action, ahead and that action. Um, <laughs> Bible study we did. <laughs> Good times. Um, but currently, I would like to um, get a mechanical engineering degree with a master's in business administration. Um and through the skills I've learned through Boy Scouts, you know, help lead and, you know, structure an organization. Do you mean Scouts of America? Uh, uh, <coughs> uh, yeah. Formerly known as the Boy Scouts. <laughs> Boy Scouts of America. Um, but I would also like to, after college and everything, I would also, I have a huge calling to be an, a, an officer in the military. Because um, I would like to genuinely oh, really? serve and protect others. And I've been looking in it, it to a little bo- uh, into it a little bit. 
um, I'd like to be an officer. And then, you know, as I build up through the ranks, I'd also like to be a huge thing for a chaplain. And, you know, I, awesome. I, I've, I've yeah. always had, you know, a huge calling to be a brother to somebody or um, just a friend to call upon, you know, for, for the sisters out there. Um, but I want to be there for those people going through hell, whether it's life or, you know, you know, military, literally, uh, you know, or a difficult time. I, I have a calling to help them in their walk with Christ and to serve others. That's how I, I personally feel the very best when I'm serving someone uh, with their intentions to help them with their walk or to get them through a difficult time in their life. But I have, I have the goal to serve, protect, and genuinely love others around me. That's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. I like man. that. Yeah. It makes me think, too, like my brother, shout out to Will again. Shout out to Will. Um, he's an officer in the military. He's about to go to crafting and career course Ooh. and like serve in Afghanistan. You know, he's a BA. That's and a so he may be someone you could talk to about military. And then the other guy is the guy I shared an office with. His name is Pistol Robinson. Oh, yeah, shout Pistol. Pistol, who supports the podcast, but he's never listened to a single episode. <laughs> um, he's like, what is this podcast thing you speak of? Like, what's that voodoo magic? I'm like, all right, <laughs> that Pistol. What's that jargon? It's like, what's that technology? <laughs> um, but Pistol is a retired colonel in the wow. military. And, you know, he wasn't a chaplain. I think he was, like, in logistics. But he worked at the Pentagon, did all this stuff at Dang. D.C. And, wow. like, Worked at Fort Bragg, all these really cool things. And so he may be someone, too, that you talked to about. Opening doors, all right. Opening doors, man. Amen, amen. And it's cool because I I see what you're saying, and Pistol, just getting to know his testimony, was a lot like that. He talked about troops who have seen a lot of things, seen a lot of battles, seen a lot of, you know, harsh things. I'm sure my brother, when he comes back, he has some stories to tell about there's a lot of hardships in the world, even if it's not combat-related, not like wounded warrior type thing. It's hard to see poverty it's hard to see emotional, you know, struggle. emotional struggles. You're away from your family, your kids for a year at a time, two years, you know, these deployments. And so you see guys who are struggling and that you can be a brother to or, you know, females as well, um, a sister, if you will, uh, <laughs> who are struggling. You can, like, share the testimony, share the burden, um, and try to lift them up. So that's pretty yeah, cool, man. I'm glad stuff. that's on your heart. Yeah, and and know, that, know that there's definitely a need for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with me... <laughs> I have no passion in life. Let's, uh, Let's kill it. Get ready for the most uh, weird answer for that question. Uh, I've never been career driven, just uh, first off. Um, so I've never been very business minded or anything like that. Um, I graduated with a psychology degree. That tells you anything. Uh, because with a psychology degree, you can do anything and nothing at the same time. And it's a beautiful enigma. That you have to work your Jack way through. Jack of all trades. <laughs> I can Master do anything of and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do have goal, um, a single goal that I probably am pursuing in my life. Um, but it's looked more like the type of man that I want to be or that I'm becoming. Um, so it's been more internal growth or, I mean, even external growth of, changing my like woundings or changing my failings and stuff like that uh, to become this idea of the best kind of man that I can become um, and the man that God has asked me to be. And so in my life, how that's played out has been very different um, from just finding your career path, walking through it, gaining traction and, you know, becoming someone in it. It's looked a lot more like different jobs, um, different callings that shift 
from time to time. Um, getting married has been a big one in terms of like how that worked out and just what that has asked of me and what that has pushed me. Um, it's all good things, Keegan. Uh, <laughs> we love you so much, Keegan. We love you so much. Um, but it's shown me even more that like my actual goal and my actual focus is to become this kind of man who has a lot to offer whoever I'm around. Um, I can go work any job. Uh, I can go work one of the worst paying jobs and be happy if I'm have people around me that I'm actually able to feed into. And you've had some doozies of jobs. I've had some doozies. Yeah, yep. for sure. Doozies. Absolutely. Uh, as, as In case you don't know, these, I don't know if you know this what or not. What do you define as a doozy? I, um, <laughs> as, as a doozy? <laughs> jobs where you're like, hmm, yeah. I could do these, <laughs> but I don't think I want to. <laughs> and those are doozies of jobs. Yeah. Um, but I've known Will since eighth grade. Wow. Like, we've been in middle school and then went to high school and then college and then adult life. So I've known Will for a very long time. Um, and so I've seen like when it's, it's just kind of cool when you talk about this journey about you know your goal and because like for me like and I see like with D's like his is like the serving and protecting is kind of his mm-hmm. passion and so he finds a kind of a career to kind of conserve those skill sets and mine's like I love to work with young people so I kind of mm-hmm. find a career set that kind of goes with that but with yours is like man it's it's a little more like a ditto from Pokemon, it can kind of adapt to anything and it can kind of like go with the flow because it's kind of what your gift is. Your gift is, is going to where the people are and being met with them yeah. where they're at and working with them. And it's so true. Will's been like a nomad, but it's also like legit because he's powerful with his words and his thoughts. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a special skill set, <laughs> adapting to your well, surroundings. Before you start sure. building me up too, too much, I wouldn't say I'd exactly don't be humble. Do don't be, don't <laughs> be humble. I, I don't exactly ah, pull do it, it back. Uh, perfectly by any means. I mean, he's decent, folks. He's decent. I'm decent. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. decent. Slap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap him uh, in the terms. But it has been a lot of that. And I feel like I've actually been able to, like, I love y'all's goals and how they intersect with your careers and stuff like that and in all honesty i wish i had that and i've prayed many a time that it would change and shift well, to that my career set has changed though that's, yeah your that's, career set can change yeah, but yeah. your your goal has jobs linked to it right you know yeah that's true it's like which not that mine doesn't not that i don't work or anything like that um, but it is a little more <laughs> weird on where I end up. This working. is a GoFundMe campaign for <laughs> for Will. So I've, can... I've just been sleeping on couches, folks. Like, <laughs> I don't have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's all joking. an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and it, it it in terms of how I've been going about it, how I've been trying to flesh out that goal, it has looked a lot more uh, like being willing to go places that people aren't going and uh, work in jobs that people aren't working um, just because I'm willing to go there and meeting people. And sometimes it's not a crazy thing, but sometimes, like you said, just sometimes people need a kind word, a loving word and stuff like that. And being able to see some of that um, and see God placing me in different spots and then asking me to leave and then placing me in a new spot and then asking me to leave after my time's done and stuff. And it's a lot of it is just faith and being willing to say yes, which is what I struggle with the most. So probably the way I've been doing that is learning to say yes 
more and knowing that it'll work out and we'll figure it out. Well, too, and this is what I want to talk about, like to the people who are listening right now, like on the podcast, you know, is you yourself have passions and you yourself have skill sets, you know, whether it's education, protecting, serving, loving, uh, guiding, healing, uh, whatever it may be, you know, maybe it's financial, whatever it may be, is discover that passion mm-hmm. and let the passion drive you versus let the job determine your passion. Right. And that's why I think it's dangerous if you're going to school. To, to be a nurse. Okay, that's a great job. Nurses are fantastic. Love nurses. But your passion is teaching. Well, unless you're going to go teach nursing, you know, then go be a teacher. Like, right. They don't do it because you want a certain income or you want a certain prestige. or Be you true want, to yourself. Be true to yourself. Like, And this, that's why it's really important to, to pray and think about what is my passion and how am I seeking it. And even if you're currently listening to it and you're like, you know, my passion is, you know, helping other, like children. Like, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Mary Beth Woodall, love her to death. She works in the corporate world, and she crushes it. She kills it. She's like the VP of, like, AT&T or something. Woo. She's actually the assistant vice president, but I always call her vice president. She's like, no, I'm the assistant vice president, which is super humble. I'm like, no, 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 just let me brag on you. <laughs> but she, like, she loves helping. She loves her job. She, she crushes it. But her passion, or I've seen over the last, like, six or seven months, I've known her for a couple of years now, but the last six or seven months, she's been working with youth, and she crushes it. She loves serving. Mm-hmm. And so if it's maybe not your career, find those avenues where you can serve Absolutely. with those passions and like really give back. And maybe it's, you know, maybe she doesn't want to be a teacher per se or a youth minister per se to work with young people, but during her free time, she volunteers. Right. You know, she gives back in the ways she can. You know, maybe if Dee's wants to help the military, but turns out he doesn't really join the military, well, he can still go be a counselor or, you know, go volunteer to go meet with them or, you know, be a chaplain, whatever it may be. Uh, I just I just think of the people listening are like, well, I don't do that. Well, that's fine if you don't do it. Just find the different, you know, slithers where you can, like, slip find in. Find a different yeah. angle. And know, just different angle, man. From my side, like, I agree with that as well. Like, even though my passion kind of leads me into different ways in all honesty like just follow it like just where if your passion right now this year is cooking go cook and find it in your life if your passion turns next year into teaching go teach and just follow the passion wherever you might be um you don't want to get stuck anywhere you know that's what this podcast was this was a passion of mine and you know i've been talking about podcasting for a while and Will reminded me, like, Ben, you were talking about this for years. Mm-hmm. And I love the, I love podcasting. I love the community of having people at my house and, like, talking to them, the connection, the, the listeners on the podcast, whether you're driving or sitting on a couch. Or most people are driving when they're listening to podcasts. But, like, the feeling I want you to get is, like, you're on a couch in the living room and you're part of the discussion. And, like, you're talking back, like, in your car. Like, oh, that's that's my passion. Oh, that's kind of a cool. And that's... This is what the whole podcast started at is connection and community and feeling like you belong to a bigger herd than just yourself, that you're not alone. Um, even though even though you're part of a herd, you yourself are special and uniquely made like the Great White Buffalo. Amen. Um, boom. Boom. Shameless plug. Shameless but, is, plug. but isn't that kind of cool, though? <laughs> like the, the buffalo is part of a herd, like as Christians, part of a faith, part of a church, but you yourself are unique because you're uniquely made in God's image. And so I, this is my passion that I started, mm-hmm. um, and this is kind of cool. Like, I don't do it twenty four seven. It's not my main source of income. It's not Yet. my job. 
Not yet. <laughs> Going global. Yet. 2020, you better watch out, folks. Mr. It's International. Coming quick. Right it's coming here. quick. Joe Rogan called me up and was like, yo, Ben, you want to come be on my podcast? I was like, Psst, not until you're on my podcast. So <laughs> just be looking out for that. Uh, yeah. Pretty soon, Joe's going to fly from New York. Mm-hmm. Listen, what if my podcast did get picked up and I became like big time? Stay true to your home. Nah, I would change. I would change in a heartbeat. I would go Hollywood. <laughs> going to New York, the big yeah, app. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, I didn't like any of you. You're all tacky. Yep. I'm rich now. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I change immediately. Um, all this humble talk. For the worst. Too. Get, Get the that worst. out of here. That doesn't sell. Will's talked about, like, if I ever became, like, a Hollywood actor or SNL or something like that, he's like, dude, I'm not going to, like, try to get your money or try to chase you, mm-hmm. but let me walk around with you. Be your, like person who's a character coach I'm like then yep. that's shady don't do that like, <laughs> like man don't tell me what to do he's like yeah. no i said like, ah dang it. okay fine that's shady i won't do that yep it's, it's mandatory it's like, mandatory it's it's, it's got to happen like chris davis talked about being like my what do you call it the financial CFO. Planner, the cfo yeah. if you ever win the lottery if i ever win the lottery yeah. but well, Will's my character coach, just because yep. I could be a little, little tempted. Yeah, but I know just that. Just a touch. Just, just a touch. <laughs> Wait, I would go Hollywood. Like, really, guys? Like, mm-hmm. these aren't like you know five thousand count sheets. These are only four thousand count sheets. Uh, I can't sleep excuse here. Excuse me. <laughs> this hotel is terrible. This is an like, insult. It's like Ben, you slept on the ground before. You slept in the Eno. That's like one sheet. A Eno is literally half a sheet parachute. Yeah. Like, you'll be okay sleeping on this. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You try out that leaf blanket last. We can the leaf. What's a leaf blanket? Just a pile of leaves. Yep. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought that was like maybe like some trendy thing on Finsta or something. No, I'm like, it is what it sounds like. <laughs> it's just a, oh, it's a leaf blanket. Okay, cool. Lie down. It, it's a fall. It's, it's it's a season thing. You fall down a pile of leaves. You know, mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this: Where's the weirdest place you ever slept? Oh, Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Think about this, listeners. What's the weirdest place? Because I feel like I can beat most of you. Oh, but I don't know. Are you waiting till last then? Yeah, I'll wait till last. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I, could, I mean, I could go ahead and tell uh, you some of them because I've slept in some weird places. I don't know if I've slept anywhere weird, just uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> uncomfortable. Okay, yeah, well, maybe mine's uncomfortable too. Yeah. Like if I, if I have to bed down and the place is weird, I usually go, eh, I'll just stay up. Like I'll just <laughs> <laughs> just take the hit. Um, <laughs> One time I made the terrible decision. This was like early on when I was like hiking and stuff like that. Made a horrible decision uh, to put my hammock right on the open face, like <laughs> on the first two trees. That is a sin. On the open face of the mountain. And it was great at night. It was like awesome, like a little gentle breeze is coming in. <laughs> Wake up at like midnight and my <laughs> hammock's being blown sideways. I'm freezing. Like you cold. over a cliff top? No, not like a cliff top. Like the north side of the the mountain. Yeah, where, like where the, the winds the, hit. the wind. Goes oh, and the there wind. Aren't any oh, okay. Trees I was thinking like me. you were to tip over, you would fall off a cliff. No, no. <laughs> He's got like, like one of those cliff hammocks. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's super no. dangerous. <laughs> like there aren't any trees in front yeah, of me. Dangling There's out. a lot of wind. I got a lot of wind, and it got cold. Didn't sleep at all. Soon as I saw the. The first like rays of sun packed everything up. Went back down the mountain. Ugh. Went home. I've, I've got a, I've got a similar Chick Fil A essentials. God's chicken's gonna warm me up after what, what a night. Yep. Uh, I have a similar um, experience. Probably the weirdest or most. I almost died this night when I did it. It wasn't with the Boy Scouts, surprisingly. Um, but one of my good friends, his dad used to live up here uh, in De- near Delonica, and I can't remember the name of the river, but. Um, anyway, he and I go out um, 
we cross a bridge uh, and hike up this trail that goes all the way in the back of the woods that's like it's you know not developed at all um, and so we make camp on, on like this little bank on the side of a river and it goes down into like this little ravine uh, this river going through it just powerful and it's ice cold it's like I'm say October it was like dead of fall and <laughs> let me just say I underpacked maybe a little bit <laughs> I, I literally brought in a backpack my Eno a pair of shorts, and a hoodie. <laughs> no sleeping bag, no blanket, no pillow. Beautiful. And Sounds let me tell fine. you, my friend <laughs> packed six blankets, uh, he uh, like a, a cover to go over the Eno so he wouldn't get wet, and then like he had a pillow, he had like hot mm. hands for his hands and feet, and it was getting cold this night. So, so at around 9 o'clock, I'm like, okay, time to hop in the... <sighs> I'm going to hop in my hammock, and I'm just going <laughs> to sleep this one off. You know? <laughs> Little did I know what was coming. 3 a.m. hits. <clears throat> I am shivering, and I wasn't even doing it consciously. I woke up, <laughs> you know, like about to die. And so I literally roll out of my hammock. I have no energy, and I literally crawl over to my friend. And he set up. So, so imagine this. So it's like, wait, you're crawling right now. I'm crawling. On Dude, the that's a little extreme. How old are you this time? <laughs> this was like when I was 14, 13. Okay, okay, maybe a little. I was like, say, like this is like a couple of weeks ago. Like, oh no, no, crawling, <laughs> like <laughs> it's not the Arctic freeze of like <laughs> the day after tomorrow, and there's like a winter f- coat. And, like your legs are gnawed off I, and like claw. I, I killed a tauntaun and slept. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was like. Are we getting to the point of the tauntauns are getting slayed over here? Well, well, cl- like well, Mr. Han Solo. Cl- over Close enough. So I basically like crawled over to my friend. I had no energy. I, I couldn't even stand up. I was so cold. I literally just threw my arm over his hammock and I just grabbed as much like fabric as I can and I just pulled down <laughs> and, and uh, like I, I, I slept on the ground. So, so as I was saying, like he was set up between two trees uh, that dipped right in above the river. So it, he was hanging above the river as it made it like a little cove. So, right. So I had to like grab his blankets and I wrapped up as quickly as possible and I just laid over it. My legs were literally like dangling into the creek. So I was, it's kind of hard to describe, but I was like leaning into the slope with my friend's blankets now on top of me. And I just, for, you know, six hours, I waited for the sun to rise (laughs) and and I did not go to sleep. And I just felt shivering every single second. I just like grasped like like a flashlight I had and just held it as tight as I could to like mentally control the like, (laughs) I hate the cold when I'm not prepared for it. There's a character building moment right there. But like legit, like I I woke up, uh, you know, finally when it went all uh, like kicked in, he woke up, he said, did you die last night? And I'm like, I came pretty close to it. And then he's like, you son of a gun. I w- you would have died and I just would have been warm and toasty. I'm like, you son of a gun. You know, son of a gun. I'm just trying to you know, live. And he's like, I got cold last night because of you. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't die. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. I have one you know, story like that where it was just like really cold at night. And I was like, it was like, it was like, Will like this confidence, like, oh, it's gonna be a great breeze. Yeah. And I'm like getting in it, and the only blanket I had was the actual Eno part of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like cold, and my backside was like freezing. Yep. And so I was exactly. like, ugh. And so eventually, I went and slept in my truck uh, <laughs> for that for that story. But the yeah. craziest place ever was two different nights. Uh, one of them was on top of a zip line, sixty feet in the air. We climbed up. Um, 
there was different elements in Texas, like different high rope mm-hmm. elements, whatever. And so I went and climbed up to like this little zip line that had like a little like a box area. And so as like a cool thing to like spend the night sixty feet in the air. I <laughs> Just spent to the night there. Well, I was Just at I was at one of them. And like they all, like, we all went to different ones. Yeah. So we could like scream like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> like, "Hey, I can see you." And, like we had like the little like headlight flashlights. No, yeah. that's not a star. Yeah. That's just Ben hanging from. Yeah, a yeah. <laughs> and so it was, it was kind of scary because I was like, "You're doing it at nighttime with a headlamp, doing high ropes." Oh, and yeah. Like, well, not really. I think it's like forty-five to fifty feet in the air, and which is people are like, "That's not high." No, it's pretty that's high when you're on a pole <laughs> in like in the middle of Texas. <laughs> but what's cool about it though is you could see. The, uh, the entire valley, like this is in Texas, so like it just went out as far as I could see. And we're like on the hilltop, it's called the Hill Country, this part of Texas that we were in. And you could just see so far, and it was beautiful, beautiful, and the sunset, and it was coming down, and it was beautiful, and it was cold, it was windy, it was not as cool as I thought it was going to be in the air, it was just really uncomfortable. And then eventually the sun rose, and you're like, oh, it's really pretty for about, you know, two minutes. <laughs> and you take your pictures, and then you're like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Climb down and douches, go, just go to bed. <laughs> The I other love place those moments, though. was uh, the same the same camp. They had a uh, like a swimming area. It's the Guadalupe River, and it's the river through Texas, and it's the only place you can find the Guadalupe bass. It's kind of interesting fact mm-hmm. that they tell us on the tour. And so we're there, and they have a a water. Oh gosh, what is it? Probably like ten feet by ten feet. And it's like in the water, and it's anchored in the middle of the river, and you can like swim out oh, to like it. Oh, like a dock? Like a dock, like yeah. a floating dock. Yeah. And you can swim out to it and get on it and like hang out and stuff. So we like uh, kayaked to the dock and like got our stuff and like uh, like uh, sleeping bags on the dock. Mm. So that was kind of a cool, like I'm in the middle That's of a river. Cool. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's considered a waterbed, <laughs> but it's oh, like definitely. it's pretty it's close. Yeah. a waterbed. So that's like the two interesting places. I've like, I've, I've froze to death a couple of times, but there's nothing you like gotta love super those crazy. Moments, though. Yeah, coolest moments to sleep is where you almost die. Yeah. Well, and you're like awake. I've had some times where <laughs> I've had to like drive like four hours the next day, and I had like maybe three hours of sleep. But your body is so like deprived of energy, you're like awake. Overdrive. You're like heightened. It's overdrive. Yeah. It's overdrive. <laughs> and then like I'm in heightened like John Wick state where I could take on everybody. <laughs> and then Jason Bourne type style. Six and then six. and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> shutting down. Yeah. And you're like you crash hardcore. Mm-hmm. So I've been anyways. there. All right, boys. Well, it's been a great episode. It's been fantastic. Talking about honesty. Talking about passions. Talking about a little bit of sleeping. What's the, what's the last? What's the most? Uh, let me rephrase this. What is the thing you're looking for forward to? Oh my god, I'm a terrible stutter. Come on, man. Yeah, no, get it out. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's a talking format. And I can't even talk over here. What are you looking forward to most for the fall? What is your favorite Ooh. fall thing? Go for it, man. It's the seasonal thing. Absolutely, the weather. I am the weather. Done. I am done with summer. I am ready for it to be cold. Let me bring out them mm. boots and jeans. Get Let's out of the heat. Go. Man. Let's get some you know, yep. warm clothes on. Flannels. Absolutely. You know, Will wears flannels twenty four seven. Yep. Three sixty five. Middle of summer. You got to yeah. commit. <laughs> Sweat it out, baby. Dude, that's why he looks so skinny, dude. He wears mm-hmm. flannels and like when it's ninety eight degrees outside. He's like, dude, get good sweat. When fall rolls around, I gain about 50 pounds. Winter rolls around, it's like 80. Hibernation. <laughs> I'm a walking, <laughs> walking freak. It goes from like like a like a panda to a giant like grizzly bear in the winter. And it's mm-hmm. like it's a bear that just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> maybe, maybe a panda bear is not a good example. Maybe like a koala bear. I don't know. 
Yeah. He's not a bear, maybe more like a, like a possum or something. Yeah. And then <laughs> like he goes a, into like a bear. Tall, lanky possum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's like the werewolf in Harry Potter. Which one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Uh, it's like that Man, tall, uh, lanky, Lupin. skinny, and Lupin. going from that to a grizzly bear. Dude, that's, that's a really good... That's really I'm good rewatching recall. the movies. Thank Professor you. Lupin, dude. Now, yeah. just, now just put on some leather shoes, some jeans and a flannel, and some Starbucks coffee, and then there you go. <laughs> yeah. Man. So you're, all right. So D's, you're excited about the weather, oh, the yeah. fall weather. It's pretty legit. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, are you, what are you feeling? Uh, I'm looking forward to a moment. A moment. Okay. The moment when I'm sitting on a porch swing outside or a rocking chair. I'll take either one. And I do it every year. And I can feel the cool fall breeze and I have a fall beer in my hand that moment. Like, mm. If you can capture that moment, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, yep, it's fall. <laughs> <laughs> if you could capture that moment and like create a candle scent, you would sell, oh, you would sell out. I would, instantly. I mean, it's like, oh. I'd buy that, it all. <laughs> you personally would buy that he'd candle. Buy, so. He'd buy his own, his yeah. own candle. Oh, the, yeah. the first fall beer, uh, the first fall weather, the yes. first fall breeze. The leaves. Yes. Candle. Sold it to the Dollar General. I won't <laughs> lie. I did already uh, crack yeah. down and like uh, buy some Oktoberfest beers. But there's a difference between Oktoberfest beers and fall beers. Fall beers are a little different there. We won't go into the science and we semantics won't. of, no, of, no, of, no, of no. brews. No. Um <laughs> I would say, you know, it's a common. I do like the college football is back. Amen, you know, brother. football is good. Go the weather is phenomenal. Um, for me, fall season always feels like it brings out like a like a positive energy. I don't know something about fall it's just makes me happy. It's warm. It's love. It's in a the community. Air. There's like fairs that you can go mm-hmm. to. There's Halloween. There's Thanksgiving. Yep. Like it's just a good season of like. Cheer, chilly, so you get to cozy up with someone special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my yes. special girl. Uh, you know who you are, because I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna self burn. Jake, easy, She's fantastic. All right. Um, and so, in case you don't know, this is how we end every episode. Is what's your last piece of advice that you would give the listeners? We'll start with Will this time. Uh, just in general. Yeah, just like I like to end the episode with like a piece of advice. Where they can like a little thinker. Uh, okay, um, think more. Okay, that's it. Okay, just think more. Okay, think more. All right, say less, think more. Okay, or just think more. Oh yeah, say less too. Yeah, yeah. Too many people talking nowadays. All right, these what Ooh. you got? Be honest to yourself and hold yourself accountable with God and others. Dang, dude, that's like a fortune cookie. Send it. Ooh, that's like that's a, it. That's, that's like a fortune cake, dude. That's I think lot. his mic just lit on fire. I'm gonna making do, 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 do. fortune cupcakes. Fortune cupcakes. <laughs> you open up the cupcake. Oh my god! You bite into it like, oh, what is this paper? stupid paper? <laughs> um, my my last piece of advice would be: deep roots are not reached by the frost. Ooh. So that's what I'm right. also right. Where's that? Where's that come from? Then it comes from Lord of the Rings. That's thinking. That's thinking. It's from a poem. Beautiful. Okay, it's all right. There's nothing original in the sun. But Dees, Will, thank y'all for being the podcast today. Thanks Loved for having it. me. Thanks man. for having us. Appreciate it. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Remember, we're on Apple and Spotify, so please subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating. Rise review. It helps the channel out tremendously. And also, we have 
awesome GWB merch. We have green comfort color t-shirts. We have red. We have stickers. It helps support the podcast. We're not trying to get rich quick. We're just trying to get new mics, new mixer, new stands, things like that. So help support the podcast. We appreciate it. We love the support. Follow us on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. And we'll see you next time on GWB.